0: Moving on to another topic of interest in passing the exam. Good morning from Ranger Camp, where we meet again to attack another ABA knowledge gap, a topic missed by more than 50%, difficult, often repeated, and tested across more than one ABA board battlefield. The test changes over time with new drugs and techniques always coming to fore. But this having been said, the concepts tested often bear striking resemblance to what has sometimes been hammered on in the past. Today we deal with such a topic. As usual, keyword correlation is in the text of your Bible Big Blue, Big Red, or Mocha Blue Central Sources. Let's turn now to an important question, answer, and explanation of interest to passing boards. A single best question A 75-year-old with Alzheimer's dementia is to be anesthetized. The patient is on denepazil hydrochloride. Which of the following drugs must be used with extreme caution? Is it A, angiotensin-converting enzyme inhibitors, B, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, C, mepiridine, D, succinylcholine, or E, rocuronium? Good luck, and let's saddle up, lock and load, and attack this gap. According to the board, more than 50% of CA3 residents did not know that the prolongation of the duration of action of succinylcholine can occur in patients taking Dinepazil. More than 50% did not know that prolongation of the duration of action of succinylcholine can occur in patients taking Dinepazil. Let's attack this gap. Dinepazil hydrochloride, brand name Aricept, is indicated for the treatment of Alzheimer's dementia. Dinepazil is an anticholinesterase, a reversible inhibitor of the enzyme acetylcholinesterase. Like other anticholinesterases, dinepazil prolongs neuromuscular relaxation following the administration of succinylcholine by inhibiting pseudocholinesterase which of course metabolizes succinylcholine. By inhibiting this breakdown, the duration of action of succinylcholine is thereby prolonged, just as it is by other anticholinesterases, such as neostigmine, pyridostigmine, or edrophonium. Therefore, it can be anticipated that if, for example, a patient fails to recover neuromuscular function following succinylcholine and is being treated with denepazil, the cause may be antagonism of pseudocholinesterase by this anticholinesterase Dinepazil. Anticholinesterases inhibit acetylcholinesterases, you'll recall, leading to the buildup of acetylcholine and to the reversal of a non-depolarizing neuromuscular block. We all know this as we routinely reverse such blocks with anticholinesterases, such as neostigmine, pyridostigmine, or edrophonium. These drugs also, however, antagonize other esterases, and specifically both Pseudo and non-specific plasma esterases, and this is precisely why the treatment of laryngospasm with succinylcholine following an anticholinesterase will result in prolonged neuromuscular blockade, as succinylcholine is then not broken down by Pseudocholinesterase. Much changes, but much remains the same with this test. Dinepazil, as an anticholinesterase itself, inhibits Pseudocholinesterase too. to reiterate, and thus is also fully capable of prolonging succinylcholine neuromuscular blockade. So therefore, succinylcholine should be used with caution in any patient taking Dinepazil for the dementia of Alzheimer's disease. Farewell now from Ranger Camp, where the top ranger t-shirt is right out there in front of us. A line, some say, is from Mark Twain. Others dispute that. The origin, not entirely clear. But the line is a good one. History does not repeat itself, but it does rhyme. Expect this newer and now increasingly used anticholinesterase denepazil to be tested in the context of prolonged neuromuscular blockade following succinylcholine administration, a scenario commonly tested following the administration of other anticholinesterases in the past. Onward now to victory and to another important topic of interest in passing boards.